Thank you for joining us for a teaser of the new campaign, the Sword of Yalzar campaign. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me the entirety of my small but powerful four-person party of third-level adventurers, starting with... Uh, Michelle, who is playing Anak Ekong, the Knoll Bounty Hunter. Our... Uh, Dragonborn, played by Elise, uh, who is playing Rusashi. Uh, I am James, and I'll be playing Arcanist Erdan Theron, a wizard. I am Krista. I will be playing Keth, a half-orc ranger. So we open up to the massive mega city of Yal, the great city Yal, in the middle of Yalzar Majora, the central landmass of Yalzar itself. And on the outside ring of the massive ten-ward-wide city of uh, Yal, there's the out-city, the sort of what you might call a orbit of Yal, a sort of crust of a cityscape that begins and leads up to the magnanimously tall wall that surrounds Yal. And uh, <clears throat> amongst the out city or out uh, town, there is peppered with inns and small temporary bazaars for traders to offer their goods if they got turned away at the gates of the great city Yal. And amongst these buildings and inns and taverns and such, there are occasionally outposts for the Adventurer's Guild. And that's where we'll start our adventure as the Arcanist and the Knoll start within the waiting room as the Knoll pounds on the desk saying that they had just completed their most recently finished task with the Guild and receives their petty three gold for what task was it? It was killing rats, I believe. Whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> uh, so, receiving your three gold, you're counting your silvers that make up that three gold so it seems like more money. Uh, when a uh, a pair of people enter, and they are a dragonborn and a half-orc that look like... Uh, well, the silver dragonborn looks very young. Uh, just like slightly past puberty. Young. I don't really know what a pubic, what a dragon for pubescent. Thank you for the better word. <laughs> I don't know what a pubescent dragonborn looks like, uh, but Rosashi looks like one. Uh, instead of being like definitely scaly because dragonborns have scale, but a little bit more smooth, kind of kind of to the touch and to the look than you might expect a reptile to look. Um, she is silver, so. You know, silver color, um, and has a small blue lizard or blue tail skink kind of sitting right on top of her head. What are you adorned with? Like, what if someone just like looked at you? Uh, the clothes are pretty fine, not fancy, but good fabrics, well tailored, well made. Uh, so looking at it, you can tell that uh, Sashi would have had to spend a little bit of money. On the clothes. That's not just something that she kind of, you know, picked up at, you know, the Yalzar equivalent of a thrift store or has been, you know, wearing on the road because it's her only pair of clothes. She, she looks a little bit, well, more well-dressed than, than you might expect an adventurer to look. And accompanying... Um, the half-orc um, is a little bit androgynous, um, but is pretty clearly male um, in the way that he carries himself. Um, has sort of honey-colored brown uh, skin um, and uh, sort of deep brown eyes. Um, 
this uh, dark brown hair that's shaven on one side um, and has a sort of uh, greenish uh, streak run through it as if it's been dyed with natural dyes found out in the in, in you know the middle of nowhere um, is dressed in heaps of furs and leathers and hides um, one in particular is a badger pelt that's just kind of slung around his shoulders um, from a previous kill really big badger pelts um, and uh, looks like probably has made all of the clothes that that he is currently adorned with. So, uh, amongst the patrons inside the, the Adventurer's Guild, as these two enter it, there uh, is a high elf that sort of seems to be perusing the wares of an Adventurer's Guild, that is to say, the Adventurers. Um, so, Erdan is a rather tall elven man. Um, his features are, are sharp and angular. His long black hair is kind of pulled back and, and put up in a very professional manner, you know, it looks presentable for, like, the workplace. Um, he has blue eyes with just the faintest flecks of gold within them, almost. Um, he's wearing long, flowing elven robes of a deep gray color with accents around the cuffs and on the collar of uh, a deep forest green. Um, on him, you can see numerous, a couple of a big tome and you know a scroll case, and um, but lacking the typical backpacks and bedrolls of an adventure you would expect to see in a guild like this. Um, and he is definitely very curiously keeping an eye on all the people coming and going. So the knoll, I assume, finds a seat to count your coin. Yeah. So this just before we even describe your character. We had to make it uh, like a lore decision about gnolls. Okay. When they sit in a chair, <laughs> do they tuck their tail through their legs or to the side? Oh, so I get to have a tail. Okay. Um, I imagine that gnolls have tails. Okay, cool. I like maybe a tail. maybe yeah. like like. Hey, you gotta cut holes in the butt of your pants. <laughs> it's fine. Well, or is it higher up on their back where? It's between the shirt and the pants. I don't know. It's I, it's, it's over with the strap. I honestly button. think it'd be a personality thing. I think. Um, Anak would probably be the side tail person. Okay. So, sitting down with tail to the side. Um, I'm probably looking at this coin and wondering how much food I can get from it, first off. But uh, the the knoll that you see sitting down is a grayish color uh, with lighter brown hair, um, a couple of almost like Viking-like braids down his back, um... And he is adorned in a mismatch of leathers that have just been kind of sewn together into somewhat armor-ish, um, but not really at this point. And he's got um, around his waist uh, a couple of, um, it looks like rib bones from some sort of animal that he has fashioned in some sort of tribalistic belt. Um, and he's got wraps around his arms oh such. so this is relevant for the characters who have a needs for such there's a stable at this building so those who have need for such you have that good <laughs> um, all right is that the rest of your character i'm sorry um pretty much i mean he's got a black muzzle and he's got yellow eyes and a couple of spots are any of you carrying weapons i didn't hear any weapon descriptions yes no 
No weapons on visible. I am, uh, I have slung over my back a, um, looks like a a bow that has seen some use. It's not a particularly, like, fancy bow. Again, it looks like I probably made this thing. Mm -hmm. But it looks like it's, you know, it looks like it's seen a lot of use (laughs) over Mm -hmm. the years, as well as a quiver. Uh, I have a dagger and um, a hand axe uh, on my belt as well. Yeah, small dagger at my hip, another one in my shoe. Uh, Actually, do you have a staff? Um, but it, it does seem to be, you know, encasing, you know, a, a long piece of wood, encasing a small orb. It does not look like it would be something you would hit with. But it can be. Um, <laughs> I guess that's when, really that's when you know that things but are going south. Like a, a sturdy <laughs> yeah, wood. that is, that is a, the wizard's hitting it with his hands. This is bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need yeah, to go. Yeah, that's bad, that's a bad sign. <laughs> right, so. The, the knoll is carrying a great axe that is Definitely very used, very worn, and half put together. Okay. Um, and is adorned with a couple of bones as decorations. And he also has a short bow that looks like it can barely be used. Okay. So you guys really just went fucking nosedive for, like, first level adventuring party, even though you're third level. That's a, well... I'm super... <laughs> like, I'm really concerned with what you guys spent your starting wealth on. A horse. Hey. A uh, health for, potion, yeah. Everything I get <laughs> in my head. Uh, all right, so so these four characters um, are all here in this uh, Adventurer's Guild outpost's waiting room, for lack of a better term. And uh, there's a, a sort of board on the side of the room where, you know, there's a wanted poster because, hey, this bandit guy stole some of my money. Can you go punch him in the face? I'll give you 10 gold for it. Uh, that sort of thing is there. Um, but a gently opulent uh, gnome sort of walks out from behind the clerk's desk uh, and with under one arm is a large rolled parchment with a wax seal uh, that is the seal of the great city of Yao, probably recognized to most of you. Um, and then under his other arm is a small stepladder. The gnome sets up the stepladder, gets to the top rung, and <coughs> with a single thwack, nails this uh, parchment unrolled onto the middle of the board. The parchment is gilded and very fancy and looks very important. Oh, I, yeah, let's go look at that fancy Immediately thing. want to take a look and give a read. I will follow Sashi. So, in, in also, a, I want to say that gently decorated or adorned or whatever, however you describe that gnome, Gently, gently, gently opulent. opulent. Yes, yes. that my style. I'm taking that. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's going in my purse or my looks. <laughs> when I met, you might want to pump the brakes because when I say gently opulent, I mean a little, a little fat. Oh, I thought that he was just like, like fancy. Yes, but also a little like he sits in a chair for a living. You know what I mean? I will put gently opulent in clothing. <laughs> in style. In style. In style. There you go. Yes. Not weak. Um, Under I, distinguishing marks. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so the the gnome does that and is just barely out of the way before, not just the four of you, but the other smathering of three to five people that were in the waiting room going, oh, new work? That looks like it's expensive work. That's when my character's ears perk up. He probably didn't care. Sure. But then expensive. Right. <laughs> That's uh, a lot of meat. Yeah. It's, it, boy, how it is. So... Upon a quick uh, once-over, the sort of gist of this poster reads, 
task of in great of great importance only serious applicants need apply reward inquiries are open so my character not being able to read whatsoever looks over I can't believe you're doing this to me again <laughs> <laughs> looks over at the, this parchment sniffs it and then uh probably takes it off the wall and then goes over to the the desk and is just like how much so the brief overview is all the other people really get and there's (laughs) there's clearly an effort made by a pretty stereotypical looking human fighter who like reaches after the gnome and goes oh (laughs) and just sort of kicks rocks and walks away uh, any anyone else gonna follow through or? You said the rewards. It said inquiries are available. Are available, which is what I'm doing. <laughs> Pretty good for someone who can't read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the 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 not the same gnome. Um, uh, it's but uh, it's fuck it. It's a human. Um, I didn't think that through. Okay. They just paid you the three gold. Yes. Uh, and they go, oh, you're back. Oh. How much? Well, let me see. I hand them to him. So she rolls it out and she goes, so the reward is you can inquire on what you'd like. So this is a very important task. So I get to choose? What would you, what would you think would be acceptable? A cow. An entire cow. We could get you a ranch of cows for this. His eyes just go kind of wide. <laughs> and probably enough money to not have to run the ranch yourself for a couple of years. Well, I wouldn't run the ranch. I would just eat the cows. Right. But okay. But, but they could keep helping the cows that you own make more cows. Yeah, make more cows so I can eat cows. Okay, I got it. I'm just listening to this with my arms crossed. <laughs> just kind of giggling to myself like, what the hell is this? Yeah, no, that... Well, that... Do you may ask as soon as I overhear that, for sure piques my interest. Sure. And I stop focusing on people to hire, and I am like in the queue to start asking the serious applicant now. Right. Yeah, join the line. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's one one two. Yeah. The line. Um, what does the job entail? Well, if you're a serious inquiry, who do I have to kill? Hopefully, no one. That's no fun. Well, it it's going to be a task. So, if you're serious, are the rest of you serious? Yes. Yes. They can't have my cows. Said. No, everyone will get their own reward. You'll get your cows, don't worry. Uh, okay. So, um, is, anyone, is anyone else serious? And, like, the fighter had already left, and the other two people that are sitting there are kind of like, Shaking their head like, no, we're not that serious. <laughs> because bear in mind, you guys are kind of a motley crew. I mean, we've oh, got, yeah. uh, yeah. got uh, a high elf, a knoll, a, a half orc, uh, a, a dragonborn. I, I mean... Yeah, I look like I should be in a library, not an adventurer's hall. <laughs> you guys don't exactly look like the Paradise Campaign, which is a Triton, a, an Azamar, yeah. you know, oh. just a, a yak folk, all of the people that are in... The Volo's Guide, basically. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> around the Volos guide? Yeah, Volos yeah. guide came out, and that pe- that campaign started, and the player pays was like, we'll play all of it, please. <laughs> That's exactly what That's happens. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Outside of a Wanty, they're every race in the... Anyway. Um, what? Wanty and Volos? They are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but I'm saying outside that, that, of that. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, never about that campaign, this campaign. So, uh, <laughs> but you guys, you know, you're not exactly a regular group of people, and you no. definitely don't look terribly cohesive. So these other two people are like, you know what, I'll, I'll wait on the next one. <laughs> uh, so she goes, well, a group would probably make this easier considering the, the nature of the task. So... If you are all serious applicants, I can show you to the office. Never worked with a group before, but it means I get the cows faster. You'll get the cows faster this way, please. <laughs> and I try to help him usher <laughs> us into the next room. Yeah, uh, she stands up and, and sort of like pulls away the little like half door that the gnome pushed through before and like ushers you all down the hall that has no doors. Um, and then she takes her medallion and like there's a key on it and like rubs the key on the wall and then into a solid wall turns sliding door opens and she goes please uh the client will be with you soon just have a seat please and inside Mm -hmm. there is uh like a pretty ornate desk it looks like it looks like a private office uh there's just no one in it other than you all and a series of chairs and a desk have i ever been in one of these side rooms before um, you've seen people go into them before, but okay. you, uh, you know, it's a big deal. Okay. If you go into a private office and talking to a client directly, it's because the, the, the nature of the work is sensitive and okay. it's not to be made super public. So it's not like you're meeting a king, Yeah. but you're like, Ooh, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to get lots of cows. Are there any windows or other doors no. leading out of this? It's all enclosed. Okay. All right. I, I probably walk in last then because I'm not. Could I, could I tell if she was doing it? Was it a mechanical hidden lock or was it magical and in, in hidden? Um, it was definitely magical in nature. Okay. Uh, hard to say if the magic was the key itself or if the key of the magic was just hiding the mechanism. Okay. Gotcha. So the magic was involved, but exactly. You're not sure how much of it was, how much of this door's operation is mechanical or how much of it's magical. Okay. But damn it, there was magic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Intriguing magic. Sure. Interesting. Uh, Okay, so you guys all find seats and surprise, surprise, all the chairs fit pretty perfect. (laughs) Uh, Like, you know, maybe they're a little thinner, maybe they're a little bigger. It's weird. They all look the same when you sat in them, but they're all perfectly comfy. Do the gnolls have a tail hole? Well, I imagine they're kind of like traditional chairs where it's like slats in the back, so it would be pretty easy for a tail situation. Cool. I was actually about to say if there was any sort of knickknacks or anything like that to look at in the room. Um, there is a undeniably, like, close your eyes and be like, magic sword. That. Okay. Is, is on like a plaque <laughs> on the wall behind the desk. Okay. Uh, my null character is not in his seat. Okay. He is looking at this stuff and kind of going yeah. a little bit crazy over the weapon section. Yeah, I mean, there's only the one sword. Yeah. And he... it's, it's, it's um, among the class of longsword, for okay. just to keep it in D&D terms. Okay. Um, maybe it's a hand and a half, maybe whatever. Uh, it's But it's it's bigger than a short sword and it's not a great sword. Okay. Um, it's quite ornate. Uh, very pretty. Uh, anyone that's particularly like arcane sensitive, you're like, whew, that thing's got some heat in it. 
Um, yeah. there, but there's, there's tons of other stuff. There's there's shelves full of books. There's some alchemical knickknackery. Mm-hmm. On I'm, a scale of one to ten, how opulent is this office? It's not two, uh, f- f- six. Okay, that's um, suitable. Yeah, I will just from my chair without getting up and you know, but. I'll look over to the bookshelf and kind of scan some of the title. If there's any titles on the spines on any of the books, just to get an idea of roughly. Yeah, uh, it seems like a somewhat standard fare for someone who's magically inclined. Okay. So you're like, okay, all right, that's basic. I, that's basic. Okay, yeah. That, uh, and there's uh, a yes. couple of books that Encyclopedia Britannica or Yalzar, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, right. it's, it's, uh, okay. it's uh, Evocation 101 and right. 102. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, there's a couple of more exotic works oh. that you see, and when you get to the highest shelf. There are books you don't know. Oh. Okay. It's that kind of party. That's I, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very good news. I probably sit in my seat for a couple of seconds, get really awkward, and then just sort of start wandering around, like <laughs> peering at things. Yeah. It's a pretty cozy office. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of the no ports yeah, anywhere. That, that makes me nervous. Um, and the, the stone of the walls and ceiling are slick smooth. Mm. Uh. So, very finely tended to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only a few minutes later, after you all are introduced into this office, then the there is a audible... Sl- you were by the sword? Yeah. There's an audible slide just behind you. Okay. I look behind me. And coming up out of the shadows of the trap door that's there is a uh, sort of... I don't want to say crone-like. Okay. Um, but elder woman. Like your grandma. Like your grandma before she got sick. Aww. <laughs> like, she's hale, you know, and hearty, but but old. Uh, and she just sort of looks over her shoulder as she rises up to meet the floor level with, her ch- with the base of her chair and goes, Get away from that. There's just kind of the ears go back a little bit, and he just kind of goes over to his seat and sits down. <laughs> and the rest of you, stop fussing with my things. Sit down. There's, there's, there's what, a, what fine things you have here. And a very pretty tongue you have, but sit. I kind of it, like gently grab Sashi to mm-hmm. like steer her over <laughs> the seat. Like, let's not. There's, <laughs> I've been in my chair the whole time. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's a gentle power to her tone. It's Soft not. <laughs> it's a whole bit from the coalition campaign of soft power don't worry about it um but yeah she's 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 not threatening you guys but she is like don't don't just sit the fuck down uh and so after you all are sat and look more relaxed she sort of leans into her chair a little bit and there's something very important that i'm going to ask the four of you to do and it will not be easy, and it, at times, will not be fun. But, as you all saw on the notice, I am empowered to offer you a little more than what you desire. So before we get into what it is you desire... And giving you one last opportunity before I get into the task at hand. You all have this chance to stand up. I will give you 100 gold. You will leave and you will never talk of this meeting. 
If you stay in your seats, that's you complying to hearing what's to be done and that you all will do it with your lives as your oath. It's acceptable. This sounds like it's going to be a pretty good cow. <laughs> all right. Very well, then. And at that point, she stops leaning back in her chair, adjusts herself, and sits forward. I'm going to show you all a parcel. It will be somewhat heavy. It is not fragile. In fact, I'd say it's probably more durable than all four of you combined. But it is very, very important. You four, and she sort of produces from one of the desk drawers a map of Yalzar. It's that map there. <clears throat> you will travel the entirety of the known world of Yalzar and go to those locations that are marked with a pink circle or pink square. In those locations, roughly, are a series of talented and amazing craftsmen and women. You will take this parcel to them and they will perform their craft on it. When they are done, you will then take the parcel to the next one and the next one and the next one. And when your task is complete and you have gone to all of the pink squares and met with all of the craftsmen, you will go to the purple square on the island of Uinez and deliver it there. Uh, on or, the Isle of Udinez. Yes, where there are dragons and there are giants and they fight each other. I'm not scared of no dragons. <laughs> that bravery will take you far. It might not take you the whole way, but it will help. Wouldn't it not be easier to bring all of the craftspeople here as opposed to going to all of them individually? What is your profession, child? I have been called quite a fine debutante in my day. Well, that's very lovely and a fine profession for a young woman to know. But it is not that of a craftsman. And there are aspects of craft and artifice and intelligent design that are far and away more complicated than just bringing the people to a location. As you go and deliver this parcel to those places, you will see why those locations are important. And hopefully you will learn along the way good craftsmanship. I assume you'd like us to keep the parcel sealed except for when given to the craftsmen? Well, the nature of the parcel is to be kept secret as well as possible. But I, I recognize that after you meet the first craftsman, that will be difficult. So I will not ask you to open the parcel. I will ask you to keep it secret. But I understand that that will be difficult for you all to maintain over the long journey that I ask you to go on. And after the first craftsman is met, I imagine it will be almost impossible to maintain. But in time, secrecy will not be required for the power that that parcel will wield and be available to you to wield will not require secrecy to be safe. 
So what exactly then are we getting ourselves into with this? If it's not intended to be secret, then what are we... What is this? What is the Do you all result? know of the crystals? The four crystals of Yao? Of course. Yazar. I've heard some stories. They are very powerful. And they are very magical. And there is something that can be done to protect them from what happened just shy of a hundred years ago. But there is a tool that must be reforged must be refined and it is in this parcel and the craftsman you go and see will be required to make it uh, whole so that it can perform its task of which you will not have to do but you must as sort of unassuming four adventurers you must carry it from one to another. And in time, you will be more valuable than you might think in protecting our world from future problems. So we carry this package from town to town, take it to an isle of dragons and giants, and then you pay us with, like, a ranch of cows? What do you want? I just wanted a cow. Sounds like you want some cows. Would you like a ranch of cows? Kind of looks at the rest of them, and like expecting them all to want cows. <laughs> right. And none of them are speaking up. Why don't we give our null here, how about one cow per week, as opposed to a lot of cows at one time? Why don't we dole out maybe one cow every so often? Until the task is done. I will pay you nothing. But when the task is done, almost no tag is too expensive. One cow a week? How's that sound for you? For the rest of your life, if you do it. I need to do the job first before I get paid. That's as he, if she said, that's how these things work. I don't get any cows until it's done. Well, let's go get this canine his cows. He kind of scoffs at you a little bit, not a canine. (laughs) (laughs) So the alliteration. I will ask each of you what it is I'm to pay you when this is over. So, since we have a headway with you, what will your price be? I would like a cow. A single cow? Yes. All right. (laughs) Bargain (laughs) shot. He kind of like holds up his like hand to shake on it. She produces an inkwell with a quill and sets it forward. He he's probably done a couple of contracts before, so he probably takes the ink, kind of like pours it on his paw a little, and then just kind of sure does that. Uh, I mean, the the contract's not there yet on the table, so just okay. When it gets when it to that point. <laughs> Who else is feeling brave? How good are you, or do you know anyone who is able to find certain people? Because I've been looking for someone for a while. I know a man that, with a vial of your blood, can find anyone you've ever met. If that's the deal, then that's the deal. I will take it. Done. Sort of like 
pushes another vial with a quill in it in front of you. I always like coin and, and other opulence, but what I what I would like more, more than anything really, is for all of Yalzar to know that it was one of the the Ketun Pakhtri uh, family members who went about doing this deed and uh, you know performed these heroic acts of bravery that are that are yet to come. So glory. Yes. Notoriety? Yes. Some, uh, not necessarily popularity, but some social status would be nice. Hmm. Very well. Upon completion of the task, your family will be awarded a title befitting it in your local town or kingdom and a holiday will be ran in your family's honor telling the story of how they saved the world and it will be funded by the Adventurers Guild I do like that but instead of a holiday consumer uh, instead of a holiday honoring my family can the holiday honor that which gives my family its glory and power. We can get into the details of it later, but does that satisfy your desire? It does. Very good. Sort of slides a inkwell with a quill for you. I would like books. Beyond that, I would like to take the secrets of the ritual that will be completed with the device we forge to seal within the Lahasis library. Do you speak for the expeditionary force? Yes. Very well. Provided that you sign a contract with me binding you to honesty that it will go directly within your massive libraries and stay there and be safe. Yes. Then I see no problem. And I will produce my own inkwell and pen. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, you can use that for yours. Use mine for this one. Very well. The ink's magic. I, as soon as she insists, I can kind of put two yeah. together. She already she knows who I what I am and what I'm about. So right. I'm not I'm not a fool. High elf dressed like that, books. Books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've got a big book if I can right, read it. Right. <laughs> okay. So with that, she stands up and sort of um, bows before you all and says, "I will return very soon." with the paper that you will sign with the ink I've provided for you. You are to know out of my honor, but it will not change it as you've stayed in your seats and know the truth. You all will be putting your livelihoods and lives on the line with these contracts. We have requested this contract be specifically crafted by a wizard of great talent whose contracts are known to be (coughs) very, very consistent at keeping behavior in line. If you go against what you've signed up, it will end your life. If you betray the guild, it will cost you almost everything but... 
So I will return. And she sort of steps out and leaves the room in a normal way. Uh, anything you guys want to do in that little time period? Why didn't any of you guys ask for cows? I'm asking for something more valuable than a cow. A cow is very valuable. What are you I gonna can buy do? a cow. I have the gold to buy a cow. Well, sure, you... but then you could get a cow for free. But what are you going to do with the cow once you've eaten it? Preserve it and I'll eat it. And then what? Cow lasts for a long time. A cow does last for a long time. That is true. Prepare properly. Hmm. <laughs> you may want to ask for more. Why don't you, you ask think for... I should ask for two? How about five cows? <laughs> How about for as long as you live, you have a cow? That's what I tried to do. What if I want a chicken? I'm sure they would gladly let you have a chicken and a cow every day of your life. One that... animal of your choice per day. That's what you should have asked for. That's too complicated. I just want a cow. <laughs> then you'll be very happy at the end of this. If we're going to be working together, though, you're going to have to promise to leave my cow alone. You have a cow? I have a cow, but it's not for eating. What do you do with your cow? Ziva's for riding. She helps he, me get around Like, uh, uh, an ox, like, face gets kind of, like, screwed <laughs> up a little bit and just kind of, like, looks at you with, like, this look of, like, interest and yet, at the same time, a little bit disgust and, and, and horror. <laughs> What's wrong? You mount your cow? For speed. Just kind of looks away for a few moments. None of you guys fuck cows, do you? Pardon. <laughs> and I kind of like put a hand on your shoulder. It's like that's not what I meant. That you know how you ride a horse. You eat horse. Yeah. Have you seen people ride on top of horses yes. to get around faster? Yes, I have. That's what I mean, but with a cow. Oh. Well, then you should have just said that. Yeah, no. I knew you were going with that, and I was like, let me oh, try to mitigate this. Yeah, it's, Fuck. It's, it's, the entire time was just stare forward. And yeah. Acknowledge. Yep. Yep. Just let the children misbehave. Yep. It's not okay. my job. So, so a few minutes after the conversation sort of dies down. Um, she returns with a, a, a pretty sizable um, rolled up parchment. It, it doesn't look as fancy as the the poster did, mm-hmm. but it's about the same size. So pretty 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 big. And she rolls it out along her desk, and you can see it's just like the fucking end like fuck. It's an end user agreement. Yeah, it's <laughs> huge. And it's dense and it's like you see the word death in there a couple times. Uh, you know, there's insurance and big words are used. And golly gee, that's a lot of lines for signing on. Uh, and, but that's the bottom of it is there's four lines to be signed on. He will obviously brevity it. He reads every line. Right. He's not signing this without knowing everything that's going in. You can shoot me a gist of it later yeah. if you want. Yeah. We don't need to worry about doing that in live time. Sure, but the, the 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 cliff notes is I've agreed to the task put forward by this woman's right. name, um, there and and any other tasks therein requested. 
I have no legal footing right. against the Adventurers Guild. I give up all my rights. To, right. they, nothing that happens to me is their fault, and if uh, I betray them, they kill me or I die. Right. Blah, well, blah, blah, blah. it's very specifically worded before you before the you know sign here part. It's I acknowledge by signing this contract that if I void the terms listed above in any way that is malicious and intentional and or intentional. Uh, and go against the interests of my client or the guild, I am to suffer a heinous death brought forward by magics I might not understand. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... I, I understand what's being put in front yeah. of me, so... And after the signage, it says, your soul will be preserved, but your body will be destroyed. Great. <laughs> At least it's preserved. A knock signs it. Without any hesitation. Sure, just like Paul. Oh, I, I do too, but for yeah. different reasons. <laughs> I, I, say, I figure I'm the, literally the last. Like, everyone else just goes up and signs. They do the click. I agree, sign, and yeah. he's like, "Nope, gotta go line by line." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I, I understand this one. And clarification on this slide, and eventually signs it. Yeah. Anak falls asleep. That's completely expected. And probably fall asleep is a free action. Okay, so. Uh, Right. So you guys sign the contract. She looks it over and she's like, well, that, that's good enough. Uh, all right. Well, and she, um, there is a watermark on the bottom right that is a symbol. Um, does anyone want to take a history or oh, anything? Yeah. Sure. At least you can do this with advantage. Actually, I'm not going to do it because I wouldn't. I would know. know. Yeah. Oh, does my uh, lore master advantage come into play? Yes. Cool. Thirteen. It's not very good. Calling knowledge that I'm proficient in. You're gonna be that character. Oh yeah, he's that guy. Uh, I'm double checking, but I believe it is a twenty-four. <laughs> Let's go. I'm, with good it. At, I'm good at history, man. Let's go with. It enough. is twenty-four. <laughs> okay. Um, both of you are gonna recognize that is the symbol of the kingdom of Thelwind. Okay. Chet made this contract. <laughs> Is that the only reason I got to roll with an advantage? Yeah, that's the the one time you're gonna get like sweet cross dimensional bonuses. <laughs> the player gets the advantage, not the character. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. like mom. Cool. If you oh, agitate your cat and he fucks up this D and D table, there mom, will be no. consequences. But I want the internet to hear how cute my cat is. Mom, why? No. You know what's great about that? This. No one does. Just, <laughs> just you. And him. Look, look at that's that's what his own separate <laughs> he Instagram looks so annoyed. is for. Right? <laughs> for real. Set him up on an Instagram account and take a picture of him. He's internet famous. He's like, Mom, right? put I down. There's no, new the people squeak. looking, right? All right. So, so you guys sign the contract. She takes the contract. She rolls it up and takes it away. And, uh... As she sort of returns very quickly, she, in her hands, has a somewhat reasonably sized box, wooden box, maybe like, you know, two and a half feet by like half a foot by a foot, Okay. I guess. Let's say like 30 inches long, eight inches wide. Maybe five inches uh, tall. That makes... Okay. Yeah. And uh, it is 
bound with a capital B. Uh, there is several lines of silken rope coiled around. There is a scroll that has been matted and glued down that is probably magical. There is a wax seal on the lock, the padlock, that's locking it shut. And the wax seal is the seal of Yao, mm -hmm. the great city Yao. And then lastly, there is a single bell that no matter how she, she's handling this, it makes no sound, despite the fact that you see it dangle and hit the sides of the bell. Interesting. Can I, I have a guess on the bell. Can I kind of put two and two together for what it would be for? Or you want to give me an arcana check? Sure. I'm good at that. Um, so she produces the box and hands it all to the party with no particular favoritism as to who she holds it towards. Uh, 21. 21? You have a, a guess that this bell probably is really loud when something happens. Okay. It may Probably have like with the an box alarm spell or something like that bound to yeah. it to uh, something of that nature. Make sure that people know when it gets open. Yeah, got it. And is this something that we need to know how to open, or is this something that presumably these craftsmen will they will know, know. how to open? They or? will know. Okay. Will they reseal it? I am unsure. Like I said, after the first craftsman, I make no guarantee on this being a sealed parcel. Then I'll do my part, what I can, to seal it. If nobody objects, Anok will take it and then oh, fasten <laughs> it to his pack, essentially. Okay. Very good. The scroll on the side, um, when read by a knowing eye, will grant you passage to the craftsman you seek. The symbol will dignify the importance of your presence. So most doors in your way will be already unlocked for you as you arrive. But reference the nature of your visit, and that should do the rest. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, do you have an idea as to which craftsman you will set forward to first? There is no need to go in a particular order. Um, I was going to ask you if you had any suggestions. Well, the craftsman of the Rust Dwarves does live just south of us. Yeah, I mean, closest one. However, there is also the Wanti craftsman in the rainforest and the Yak folk craftsman who walks the tundra. Yeah, we, we may do a two for one if we go north and so south. Well, and we could always, from the north, make our way back down into right. the Luce. Because there's, the, there's a craftsman in the iron woods, or the ironbark forest, so we could catch passage potentially from there. We could even potentially... And kind of go north, circle east, south, south again, back to the west, and up north again, and kind of do a loop. And then mm -hmm. from there, we could set to the aisle, because we'll end um, on... Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Delverday. Delverday. And that puts us, you know, within travel distance to our final destination. Mm -hmm. So I think we go north, hit rainforest, then the tundra... Then we go Twixt Yarda, hit those two, come back to the Rust Dwarves and their desert, and then head over to Delverday and finish on Delverday. 
Yep, so, so we'll go I think that's fine. Do yep. a circle. Um, do we want to... I'd say start in the rainforest, so there, there, there. There's there. one up here as well. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I was trying to one. move it down. Oh, okay, so then, yeah, yeah, even better. So then yeah. we'll hit that one first. Yeah. We'll go to the miner and, and go there. So rainforest is the first. You want to Okay. Yep. Very well. I will see if any logistical assistance can be provided for you along the way. Uh, do make sure you stop through Felwyn Forest. The kingdom is on good relations with the city of Yao. And the Adventurers Guild, you will probably have a very safe fare through there. Alright. Okay. Does the river lead into Felwyn Forest, or will we need to go on foot? Uh, you will need to go on foot. The river north from here hardly leaves the Yao. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm pretty familiar with that forest, so... Very good. good work. Well then, I wish you best of luck and do not fail us. With that, you all sort of are excused. All right. Cool. Let's leave. Well. So we'll go ahead and close tonight with you guys standing outside of the stables of the Adventurers Guild outpost. Mm-hmm. With uh, Sashi, you regain your horse. Yep. Uh, Erdan and Nock, you don't have mounts yet. Nope. And Keith with your Arok, mm-hmm. which for those who are unaware, uh, Aroks are essentially large, um, sort of borderline chitinous and hair dreadlocked bison mm-hmm. with big, massive horns. Like I said, big old cow. Yeah, <laughs> basically a dire bull. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm excited. Also, it's Keth, not Keith. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. so, I'll, I'll write that phonetically. T-H, not an F-F? Correct. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, K-E-T-H. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, with that I say, thank you for joining us for our teaser session. Uh, it's went a little longer than we were supposed to, but we really feel in the groove of it, I think. Mm-hmm. So, as always, and well, as will continue to be, I suppose, I've been your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny, and we have... Michelle playing Anak, the Null Bounty Hunter. Elise playing Rasashi, the dragonborn uh, warlock. Krista playing Keth, the half-orc ranger. And James playing uh, Arcanus Theron, the high elf wizard. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.